0: From the fig tree learn its lessons. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows Or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all keep awake. Word of God, word of life.
1: Good morning. Poet Molly Hausch-Gordon writes, Did you know that if you take a photo of the sun at the same time, from the same place every week for a year, and put them all together, they create an image that is the same as our symbol for infinity In astronomy, this is called a sun analemma, a term that comes from the ancient Greek word for support. The poet's image of this winding embrace of time was a comfort to me this week as I contemplated end times and wondered about endings that become beginnings. And beginnings that move slowly into endings, and all the times in between, the ones that are right here in front of your nose, and the ones that are not quite here yet. Welcome to Advent, a word and a season that anticipates the unexpected, the birth of Christ, the inbreaking of the incarnate God into the world. Welcome to the anticipation of new beginnings for a waiting world, the baby swaddled in cloth strips lying in the manger, a new church year full of change and promise, our first serious foray into the gospel of Mark in three years. We welcome all these beginnings of Advent, and yet, did you notice that we began this morning with an ending? Not with just any old ending, but with the advent of the end of time. So I hope you all had a good long nap, induced by a full turkey dinner, Because the hard edges of our text today lead us into apocalyptic territory and we need to stay awake. Consider, if you will, a cosmic catastrophe predicted complete with signs. A sun that no longer brings forth light. A moon with no purpose. Stars falling like firebombs from the sky, and heaven shaking quite like a fist. This is how, according to our gospel reading, we will know the end is near. I would be tempted to brush off today's reading as a first century prediction that never came into fruition, if only the signs didn't sound so much like the world around us which may or may not feel like it's disintegrating in front of you, depending on who you are and where it is that you are living. Okay, so are you awake yet? If so, will somebody please pass the cranberries? Apocalyptic language, it turns out, was common in the time of Jesus, It's also very popular today, the stuff of fantasy novels and blockbuster movies and countdown communities on the internet, which I don't recommend, that try to warn us about everything from economic ruin to nuclear war to climate disasters to zombies. But Mark's little apocalypse, as our text is affectionately known, was not about predicting when disaster at the end of time would actually occur. No, Jesus himself concedes that about that day or hour, nobody knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Jesus was not one to sow fear and anxiety for the sake of sowing fear and anxiety either. Actually, as I studied this passage more, I began to wonder if Jesus was having his most pastoral moment in this text, which is hard to believe, but hear me out. First, Jesus names the devastation and destruction and suffering that are part of the human condition, part of sin, past, present, and future. Jesus gives us the permission to tell the truth about what we're seeing happening in the world and in our lives. And second, Jesus identifies our only source of encouragement and hope. A future held by a loving God and a God who is indeed doing a new thing again and again through him. I give life and I am coming again. I lift up those who are suffering and I am coming again. I provide the feast and I am coming again. I turn tanks into tractors and minefields into soccer fields, and I am coming again. I promise a new beginning for every ending, even the most hard-edged endings of all. Heaven and earth may pass away, Jesus says, but my words, my words, they will not pass away. Those words, the Word with a capital W, grace, mercy, forgiveness, the promise of abundant life, the Word persists. The Word stitches together all of our beginnings to our endings and all of our endings to our beginnings and all the times of waiting in between into something like that infinity loop that was on the screen before. That infinity loop of the sun holding us, supporting us, embracing us through time and space with God's love. That is what we keep awake for in community. That is what we are on the lookout for, God's presence, God's beautiful stitching and handiwork among us. I've shared with some of you that I started taking beginner violin lessons this fall. I've wanted to learn to play my whole life, but for whatever reason, I've never been able to find the time. I also don't have time right now, but truth be told, I'm finding it to be extremely challenging and at this point very unpleasant on the ears. But right now, my biggest struggle is getting my untrained fingers to move from one string to the next, especially this supremely weak pinky finger. Slowly but surely, I'm developing some muscle memory so that my fingers can find the places they need to be when they need to be there. What caught my eye this week as I practice were all of my, I have this fabulous teacher, and she does all this chicken scratch in my music book. And I have all these reminders in my, in my music to look and to watch and to get ready for the next series of notes, the next phrase, the next tricky string crossing. It's as if she was saying to me, there's something beautiful ahead in the next measure, and you don't want to miss your part in how all of this plays out. Advent is our time to overlay our daily planners and our daily calendars with God's calendar. It's our time to awaken to the fullness of God's time and God's timing, not only as we march full steam ahead to the manger, but to awaken to the word of Christ, the grace of Christ, the mercy of Christ, the forgiveness and abundant life in Christ that were there at the very, very beginning and that persists in all of the beginnings and all of the endings and all of the places we are uh, in between. May hope abound for you in this winding embrace of God's time. Christ has come. Christ comes near, even here. And Christ is coming again. Praise be to God.